0: To you, wench. The prince has come to rescue you. Why is it that men can't get beyond the rescue the damsel in distress thing? Never mind.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of that So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this evening, Dylan Blomseth, and we're talking harpies. Apparently yep. Stan Lee's Harpies, depending on, on IMDb it says Stan Lee's Harpies. I guess he was an executive producer on this, but his name has since been scrubbed from it completely, so I'm guessing yeah. it was part of, there was a while there after he left Marvel that he kind of got suckered into putting his name on some stuff from people that weren't so reputable, and this is a sci-fi channel original, so I mean it's kind of reputable, but his name is not on it at all anymore, so yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, good to distance yep. himself from it because
0: yeah Oof. um it seemed like kind of an alan smith or smithy type of a i wouldn't want to put my name on it personally no. but <laughs> it's from 2007 <laughs> yep i thoroughly enjoyed it though i at first i was like a little taken away because they really pushed the plot like fast like all the build-up and Backstory and everything was like a few sentences, you know.
1: Yeah, it doesn't they definitely get right into it. It's later on that it starts to drag and slow down and we're going back and yeah. forth to the same places to do nothing and scenes that don't matter and but right off the bat yeah. it's like gets right into it, which is I guess I yeah. appreciate.
0: Yeah. It's, it's refreshing a- at least. It's it doesn't happen a whole lot in movies, so it's kinda nice for a change of pace.
1: And it's a real Army of Darkness vibe. Like, it's ripping off Army of Darkness pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> as far yeah. as, like, the wise, cracking, gun toting man out of time, stuck in medieval fighting months. Like, yeah. And uh, Stephen Baldwin is no Bruce Campbell. Let's just say that.
0: No, he is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, is
1: he but the worst Baldwin? I... I think there's less important Baldwins, maybe. Yeah. But Steven really feels like the one who, because he was in Usual Suspects, like, he almost had a career there for a minute, and he's good in that. Yeah. But but then I think, I feel like he has a real, like, oh, Alec Baldwin is the big one. He's the one everyone knows. He's, like, super liberal, so I'm going to go hard the opposite way and become, like, this super conservative Republican (laughs) on Twitter, like, and just make garbage like this for the rest of my life. Yeah
0: i guess that's a choice right if we're going for a role of 80s action hero i think i think steven could definitely pull that off i was getting kind of in that beginning scene where he took out those like four guards it kind of felt like something from die hard almost (laughs) you know
1: what i mean yeah real real dollar store die hard yeah
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah he could be it it's it's definitely an 80s action hero character the problem is the movie was made in 2007 so it's a little it feels a little out of its time or element maybe but welcome back to the show sci-fi channel original movies this is like probably the third one we've done the movie opens with vorian our villain who's played by scott valentine which a lot of people maybe don't remember and he's kind of unrecognizable in this but he was for a hot minute in the mid '80s, he was like the hunk du jour. He was—he played a boyfriend on Family Ties. I think he was maybe a musician too. And then he had a movie called My Demon yeah. Lover, and he looked like a punk rock guy. Now he—I mean—he doesn't look like that anymore, but because he's a lot older. But yeah. So yeah, so he's in this. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. But he's the villain Vorian. He's being chased through the woods by the captain of the guard, um, who gets him at sword point and is like. Uh, they have some kind of exchange that, like, oh, I've captured yeah. you or whatever, and he's like, ah, uh-uh, my harpy's with yeah. you, and this harpy flies down. And when I say a harpy flies down, what I mean is the flying toaster screensaver. Like, <laughs> that's the level of special effects we're talking about. It's like a jib jab, yeah, comes down, yeah. Rip, rips this guard's eyes out, uh, and then we cut to <laughs> modern day or Earth or whatever you know, and we meet yeah. J- Jason Avery, who's Stephen Baldwin the hero of our piece. Yeah, and we very quickly get sort of all the backstory we need on him, and it's all pretty pathetic. He was fired from the NYPD. <laughs> I'm assuming for excessive force because this Probably. guy is gone crazy. I don't know what... Did you? This is the New York Museum of Art, and his locker is an armory.
0: I was going to say, it has like a little like magnet with like... I want to say it was like an MP5 or an mp yeah, it was like a little gun like on a magnet on his locker. Yeah. In- I saw that little detail. He's
1: carrying a pistol, which maybe museum guards do. Okay, maybe. But in yeah. his locker, he has a, a backup pistol and a shotgun with like a crazy perforated muzzle. Yeah. He's got <laughs> pictures in his locker of women holding guns. And on the front of his locker, he's got, yeah, a sticker or a magnet or something of a machine gun. Like, yeah. this is wild (laughs) this is yeah excessive and he's also just been served divorce papers from his wife yeah so it's not yeah it's not going well for this lunatic
0: no (laughs) so i feel like i missed something there in the beginning because it was as he was like getting captured by those four armed guards is it just me or did he just all of a sudden have a throwing star i missed where he grabbed that
1: yeah or where he's at. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. It's so insane. So, yeah, so he's walking around. He's got his gun. He's just walking around the museum after hours with his gun out. Like, oh, another boring night at the museum. I don't get to shoot anybody. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? And then there's this giant, like, obelisk thing with, it says it's from Mesopotamia, but it has, like, Viking, like, Nordic runes all over it, so they don't know. What, yeah. they don't know what the hell they're doing. but this dr vaughn guy appears who is also scott valentine so you would think and we'll find out at the very end that this is not correct but i would assume this is vorian a villain from the past who has either traveled to the future or is long lived enough to have lived to the present day yeah but it's not they're two different people for some reason even though it's the same actor which i don't understand
0: (laughs) didn't they have like the same like little earring earpiece yeah, to, it's did very you see bizarre. that? Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Doctor Vaughn appears and he's like, "Hey, man, you can't be in the museum after hours." He's like, "No, it's cool. I'm a professor." And he's like, "No, that's not cool, though. Get out of here before <laughs> I like put holes in you because I'm a gun-toting <laughs> lunatic." And then these other, then all these laser sights appear on him. Yeah, like real big laser sights. Like,
0: nah, I don't know. The ones on his neck were like huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
1: was like. A real big laser pointer that they bought at the dollar store or something. But he has these four gunmen with him who are like, no, you're going to we're looking for the amulet that's going to open that thing. And yeah, they tie him up with these zip ties hands. And from a little pouch on the back of his belt that has a picture of a shuriken on it, he pulls yeah. a legit ninja throwing star cuts <laughs> yeah. his zip ties with it and then chucks it into one of the guy's heads. Like, who is this person? I, I see why you were fired. I see why you're getting divorced. Yeah. Because not you only, just... like, guns weren't enough, you have to carry ninja throwing stars on your person at all times. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this guy?
0: Uh, I loved that. I was I was thoroughly impressed with how they missed that. When they, like, take his guns, they didn't see the, like, perfectly depicted throwing star pouch
1: but you're not looking for it because who would why would you look (laughs) for that why would you ever suspect someone is carrying shurikens on their person yeah that is true if they're not dressed like a ninja
0: yeah so
1: (laughs) he winds up in a gunfight with these guys because he's a super cool guy he can take them all out he gets sort of cornered he gets one guy and he has a pistol in each hand that he's pointing at the guy's head which I mean you're going to wind up shooting your own I don't know but yeah. I'm doing a, a, a visual gag in an audio medium. Yep. It's real good. Um, but then when another guard gets a drop on him, and you hear a gunshot, and he jumps like he's been hit, but the guy missed him from, yeah. like, six feet away. So he shoots that guy, knocks the other guy out. So these are really incompetent boobs. This is the
0: only reason he's able to get away with any of this. They were definitely not getting paid well. <laughs> they were not the, or whatever they got paid it was too them, much. They were, yeah. They were they were making about the budget of the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just guys you found at a truck stop. Hey, you wanna? <laughs> I see gun racks on your truck. Do you want to come help me rob a museum? I'm a professor. You know it's what, fine.
0: Do you know what the budget of this film was, by any chance? Because I could not figure that out for the life of me.
1: I don't. The acting, can look... the choreography on an imdb and see if they have it they sometimes do but i mean it's like a sci- sci-fi channel pieces, original movie so yeah probably not a lot
0: the set pieces were like really really good like the museum for instance like that's a great set and there was that part where he had his shotgun and the one guy was shooting at him and kept missing and shot all of these display cases that he was running behind And then he pops up with a shotgun. But, like, that's three or four display cases that they, like, destroyed. But with the acting and everything else, it's like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't see a budget listed, but it's a... I mean, it's a Sci-Fi Channel original movie, so it's probably a million bucks, two million bucks. I mean, it couldn't have been much. They get a lot of sort of... All the Moldavia stuff is shot in Bulgaria, so there's actual castles around and cool-looking forests, and so you get a lot of yards yeah. from that of making your movie look more expensive than it is because you don't have to build a castle there just is a castle there so yeah something
0: that is that is very true but i mean i'm sure it wasn't cheap to get there <laughs> and get all the equipment there
1: well bulgaria might be one of those countries that has like big tax incentives of like oh god please come shoot a movie in our country because we need to boost our economy or whatever yeah but, like, there's a lot true. of like the number of Nicolas Cage straight-to-video movies that he has made in, like, Hungary and places like that. Is... <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Professor Vaughn smashes this case that has this amulet in it, uses it to open this obelisk, and inside is, like, a big glowing purple crystal with charm bracelets draped all over it, which yeah. is never really
0: explained. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> whatever. It's magic. It's the Lucky Charms. That's it's, true. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, and it's at this point that Jason Avery runs back to his locker where the other security guard has been tied up. And instead of untying him, like, oh, you could help me out. He's like, no, you stay there. I got this covered. And that's when he opens his insane locker full of weaponry.
0: Yeah. Like, to talk about how this security guard that was tied up, he he closed the door at 7, or was it? it was either 6 or 7 p.m. sharp cuz that's when they, the museum closes and jason was late for like the 5th or 6th day in a row <laughs> instead of like you know reasoning with this i think it was ted was the guy's name he like threatens to like shoot him through the glass like
1: <laughs> yeah and he does it again at a castle later against armed like guys with yeah. pole arms and swords where they're like he's like let me in and they're like no and he's like i'm gonna have to hurt you then and they're like okay we'll let you in
0: yeah was that the same his whole deal i, I, I don't I thought it was the same but it, i Maybe. couldn't quite tell
1: <laughs> that would be an extra layer of weirdness added on to this yeah. for no reason at all <laughs> <laughs> but so vaughn has got i guess it must be the same amulet that opened because there's a whole other amulet yeah. thing later. But that same yeah. amulet opened the obelisk. Obul- ob- I can't talk. O- will also fit into this glowing egg-looking thing. And that opens a time portal, which immediately sucks Jason Avery through it. Bad special effects. Yeah. <laughs> and he lands face first in a pigsty with, uh, quote-unquote, mud on his face. I mean, that ain't mud. Yeah, but... that, was, that was not mud. My... <laughs> And it's here that we meet Celestia, the female yep. lead of sorts, who's holding him at, like, pitchfork point. Like, oh, you're trying to steal my pigs. And he's like, I don't care about your pigs. He is not oh. nearly, I know he's, like, the cool laid-back guy. But he is not nearly weirded out enough that I was in a museum two seconds ago and now I'm yeah on a farm.
0: He, he plays it off with the, they must have hit my head pretty hard either way <laughs> just goes right past it to judging <laughs> for dressing like that
1: yeah what do you think happened do you think that they knocked you out and instead of shooting you full of holes and leaving you lying dead on the museum floor they threw you in a panel van and drove you to a farm out in upstate new york like what do you think yeah. what do you think is happening
0: <laughs> he's just in a renaissance festival <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's his yeah, I somehow landed in a renaissance vessel. That's the only explanation for why you're dressed like that and why you talk like this. But he just wants to yeah. know who's in charge, how to get back to the museum, how to get back to where he was. She doesn't know what he's talking about, of course. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, Moldavia is that way and Caster, <laughs> Lord Castor's castle is like that way. And he's like, yeah. well, that sounds like the man in charge then. I'm going to go talk to him. And she's like, well, beware of the winged beast. And he's like, okay, whatever, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Just very condescending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love how, like, as soon as he says that, there's just a harpy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And these harpies. Man, this is where the budget shows. I mean, you've made a movie called Harpies about harpies. This is where your money should be going, and it's not. Because, yeah, from a distance, they look like, terrible computer effects and up close it's just models
0: in awful makeup
1: makeup in front of a green screen very rarely interacting with another human being Mm -hmm. they just have like lots of eyeshadow and bad looking goofy fangs they sound like Uh, the noid for some reason yeah (laughs) like the noise they make is like i'm not even going to try to replicate it but it's (laughs) not scary at all they sound ludicrous
0: Yeah, it sounds like a chihuahua that has just (laughs) heard something outside.
1: (laughs) And they're just, and they're like hissing. They're never, none of them ever speak. They're always just like, you know, baring their fangs and hissing like they're vampires and swinging at nothing. (laughs) And they all have big, wide eyes. Bad stuff. It's
0: bad stuff. I love how they didn't even like try with any cgi at all like or any special effects really they just kind of green screens them in there floating across the screen and then they go like this and then they just move to the side off to the left or something then a guy falls off of his horse hit, like, hit by nothing <laughs> yeah hit by nothing just ah
1: well and most of goes. the time the green screen background that's behind them doesn't match where they're supposed to be because they're, they're like flying into attack and behind her is like trees, like tree trunks as if she's standing in the forest. It's like, no, she's in the air. I don't understand. The geography (laughs) here is wacky. Yeah. But they look like, like if you walked into, like, let's say you had a choice the day before Halloween. Shit. I need a Halloween costume. There's Halloween express or there's this place I've never heard of on the other side of town. That's supposed to be cheaper. I'm going to try there first. And you walk in the door And like their banners like their advertisements inside for like here's the cool costumes we have and you saw these Harvey costumes you would turn around and leave and go over to halloween express
0: yeah that
1: because it's the cheapest thing
0: it's it's a ratty white dress and eyeliner then you just mess up your hair and then do a weird growl and that's that's the look maybe some dollar store vampire fangs if you're feeling (laughs) yeah the extra mile. I guess but, they had
1: contacts yeah. to make their eyes look weird. So that I mean that's oh, probably the yeah. good, the best chunk of their budget for that. Yeah,
0: yeah. They were like yellow. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he encounters yeah immediately after her warning him and her him brushing it off because she couldn't a woman couldn't possibly know what she's talking about. He runs across <laughs> some armed man on horseback who are getting attacked by the harpies. He helps because he has guns. which yep. I don't know where he's carrying all the ammo for this weapon, but he never no. he never runs out of ammunition in this movie. No, so I don't know. No. But yeah, so he kills two of the harpies—one with the shotgun, one with the pistol—and they're like, "Oh, it must be the prophesied." There's a prophecy about the harpy slayer. Yeah.
0: that 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 got me a little bit. That as a I'm a Doom fan. Okay, <laughs> and so when I hear a harpy slayer i immediately just heard like the doom music in the back of my head because he's like the prophesized doom slayer
1: <laughs> oh God, you wish and, you were watching doom
0: watching right <laughs> um yeah. he he saved her father uh celestia celestia yeah is that her name yep yeah he saved her father theo theo yes i think it was. yeah
1: yeah he got shot by some kind of and it never comes up again they never use this again and they should have yeah. But the harpy shoots him with some kind of like like porcupine quills in his chest, and he falls off his horse, and so they have to take those out and like heal him up. Yeah. But before the they can finish him off, of that. yeah, they never. Yeah. They're always otherwise they're just scratching people. But <laughs> I mean, if you have a long distance weapon, use it. Yeah. But yeah, so they they're like, oh, I guess you're, you know, thanks for helping us out. We'll take you where you want to go. I mean, or it's that way or whatever. But so they yeah. Travel back to their inn or whatever they have, or it's Theo's house maybe. And yeah. um, they're giving him some food and yeah, they're telling him it's the year nine seventy two. He is there's a like a priest character or like a friar who's yeah. read some heretical scrolls, which one guy's like, What were you doing reading those? And he has no response, he has no answer to that. <laughs> but it but it also sounds as if this harpy thing is fairly new. The Dvorian yeah. kind of has just done this in the last maybe year or so, has kind of taken yeah. over because it has this army of harpies. Well, I mean, it's like yeah. half a dozen of them. See. So wh- like, I don't know why there would already be these heretical scrolls about a harpy slayer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. no.
0: I suppose it was supposed to take place in Mesopotamia, but like harpies were like a mythical like a greek i want to say it was a greek mythological you know creature
1: yeah but they were they're from greek mythology yeah but they're in they're supposedly in mesopotamia even though it's bulgaria and everything's covered in nordic runes so they've got
0: six different things going on and they can't keep any of it straight no and somehow this guy just has scrolls for a greek mythological creature (laughs) <laughs> while being in Mesopotamia in Bulgaria that's, <laughs> don't ask <laughs> with me <Nordic>.
1: <laughs> yeah and they tell yeah. him that basically what happened is that Vorian, this alchemist figured out how to make these harpies or control them or both and he has cast a spell on Lord Castor and sort of swayed him to raise taxes on everybody that, that's his whole plan like that's all yeah. I'm going to do with this army of harpies I have not take over the world I'm just going to make money off it, I guess, by convincing the king to raise the taxes. And so all the citizens were like, no, fuck that. We're the rebellion now. (laughs) All right. I guess that seems pretty low stakes, but.
0: (laughs) Okay. I think he talked briefly. Like, he mentioned, he mentioned, like, expanding with the army. And I want to say he just briefly mentioned, like, we could take over vast reaches of land for our kingdom and the like lord caster goes our kingdom like that's the only takeaway he had is that like he was trying to take his lands and everything and then he just covers it up with a few slappy words and like yep yep never mind we're all good
1: (laughs) yeah there's a couple scenes we could that we cut to a vorian sort of talking to him manipulating Lord Castor that we don't didn't even really need because they don't accomplish much but yeah, yeah it seems to be their relationship seems to be Vorian saying we're gonna do this now and Lord Castor going I don't know if that's a good idea and then Vorian going No trust me we're good and then he's like All right and that's it
0: yeah that's, still that's the different.
1: the core <laughs> of their relationship
0: yeah just trust me okay uh, no problem
1: <laughs> I mean he has ensorcelled ins- him somehow but still.
0: Yeah, a pretty weak-willed
1: leader to start
0: with. But he, yeah, even later on, he's a pretty weak-willed character. He he never seems to change character-wise. There's no development really for his character.
1: No, no, no he, one has any he, character development. <laughs> yeah, no. They're, everyone is the same <laughs> as when they
0: started. That is that is
1: true. So Jason just they're like, hey, you should help. You're the prophesied harpies. There, you can help us kill these harpies. And take out Lord Caster and get our kingdom back. And he's like, no thanks. I just want to get home. Like, I don't want to be stuck here in 972 anymore. I just want to get back to New York. Well, which part part, I kind of get because, I mean, the Middle Ages sucked. Who wants to live there? But also your life wasn't great back there either. You were probably on the verge of getting fired from the museum as well now. Yeah, as especially well as with what just
0: happened in there. Yeah, <laughs> those you, you those have a divorce pending, <laughs> yeah.
1: so like you don't have a lot to go back to other than just like they have McDonald's there. Like, I don't know what else you're, yeah, need. So, but he's like, No, I'm gonna go talk to this Vorian guy so he can send me back, and you guys are on your own. Yeah, so he goes, meets with meets the with, uh, Vorian who he does not recognize, he looks exactly the same as no. Dr. Vaughn. But he's not yeah. like, do I know you?
0: Yeah. There's no, no recognition
1: he's... whatsoever.
0: Same earring and everything. Everything. Nothing... <laughs> yeah. Nothing's askew. Maybe different clothes. Yeah, but... the only
1: difference is he's wearing, like, robes instead of a suit or whatever. A suit. Yeah. What? But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a dummy, too, because he gets fooled. Well, now, before he gets tricked by Vorian, he tells Vorian everything Vorian needed to know. Yeah. Vorian's like okay how did you get here again and he's like okay i was at the museum oh god i'm tired of telling this story i was at the museum and there's the an amulet a guy came and he opened the obelisk and then there was an egg and he put the amulet in that and savorian's like oh okay now i know exactly what i need to do i know you know
0: yeah and he offers him
1: a. he gives him he slips him a mickey he gives him this knockout potion or whatever and he does yeah. the most he does a literal three stooges like crosses his eyes and passes out which does not belong Anywhere outside of like a vaudeville act, like (laughs) if you want me to take this character seriously,
0: (laughs) yeah, that came out of left field. I was that got me. I'm not gonna lie. I started laughing. The eyes crossed, and he just dropped, (laughs) and I, I literally started laughing. It was.
1: Which I suppose is what kind they intended. A... I mean, most of the stuff you're laughing yeah. at in this movie you weren't supposed to laugh at, but I guess that's the one time that they maybe succeeded. Yeah. So he wakes up. Vorian and Vorian's right-hand man, Caleb, have locked, locked Jason up in this tower at night, and they're like, hey, good luck. <laughs> You've got, like, the harpies are coming to get you by, and they lock him in this tower. And he escapes by just riding a harpy to freedom, kind of. Like, harpy comes to yeah. get him, and he just jumps on her back. And she tries to fly away and the weight takes them low enough to the ground that he can kind of fall off and just get knocked out and not die. So he gets out of this very, very easily. (laughs) So he tells back with the group of the rebels or whatever, he tells them sort of the conversation that he had with Vorian and they're like, oh, so you told him what, you told him like all the secrets of what he needed to do? Good job, bro. Yeah. But what they gather from this is that, okay, but when you were sucked to the time portal, that amulet probably came through too, so it's probably where you where you landed. So the amulet must be in yeah. the pig pan. So now we get a scene of Jason and the friar and I think Hamish the no, he's not part of it. But the younger sort of rebel kid digging through the pig shit and mud, trying to find this amulet. Yeah. Which they find. We never see them wash it off, and it will be in two no. characters' mouths later.
0: Yeah. So I have issues yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah like uh celestia throws a rag at him but he never does anything with it he like he said something he just made some remark
1: oh he's always got remarks he's chock full of remarks yeah because he thinks he's yeah so (laughs) now he's like okay well i guess we're gonna we're gonna go and attack the castle lord caster's castle get vorian get that other amulet, we'll get him to send me home, we'll figure this out, and I'll, yeah, okay, I'll help you kill the Harpies if you help me get to him so he yeah. can send me back home. And they're like, cool, do we have a plan? And he's like, no, we'll make it up when we get there. <laughs> Which is, <Yeah>. this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But then he kind of no. does come up with a plan, because he watched the History Channel once, they're in the yeah. woods, and he's like, hey, can your guys build this? And he has, it's like, trebuchet. the most rudimentary drawing of a trebuchet. Yeah. <laughs> It was that, like. <laughs> it's not like triangle a.
0: Triangle and circles and.
1: Yeah, it's like a child's drawing. And it's not like a yeah. blueprint or anything. You can go, yeah, I can build no. this with all these, with this amount of detail. Yeah, no,
0: it was just <laughs> the line. I saw this on PBS once. The guy used it to chuck pianos across his field. That. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to laugh at that, but I was like. This character is a stud. Just an A1 winner.
1: Well, (laughs) I don't believe for a second that this guy has ever watched PBS. (laughs) Spike TV. Maybe some VH1 once in a while. Yeah. Fox (laughs) News. That's it. PBS my ass. (laughs) But, so they do manage from this shitty drawing he did manage do manage to build a working it's very small but they do manage to build a working yeah. trebuchet before the battle he's sitting talking to theo he's been flirting a bunch with um celestia and she's oh, not really yeah, having yeah. it yeah yeah real she real hasn't like the single kind thing
0: of... that he, she did not like a single thing that he said just he threw the most douchey lines at her like the entire movie he's like i think i'm going to retire for bed would you like to join me and she just instantly gets disgusted
1: <laughs> it's worse than that because he says anybody want to come snuggle with me
0: and she's oh, like yeah, that was she's funny.
1: like you're a pig but then there's there's this garrett guy who's bald and he's got a big mustache and he's got one white eye and i don't know if this was I mean, obviously it's supposed to be funny, but I don't know if it's supposed to be like a weird gay panic joke or what it is, but when he says, does yeah. anybody want to come snuggle with me, Garrick's across the table and kind of raises an eyebrow like, I might, <laughs> but then they never met, they never talk about it again, so yeah. it was weird. But yeah, he's been hitting on her and stuff, and she's always like, whatever, dude. Yeah. But he's sitting at a table with Theo kind of before the big battle, and he's got his name tag that's from the museum. This is Jay Avery. And Theo's yep. like, oh, do they give that? Is that, like, a medal of bravery? And he's like, oh, it sure is. They only give this to, like, the best guards of the kingdom. And I'm going to give it to you as, like, a show of respect. Or, like, that's stolen valor, yeah. dude. Like, you're claiming. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> like, yeah, this is my purple heart that I got for. No, you didn't. What's your name today? Yeah, You should know better than that, asshole. So the battle start. The battle starts. The battle. They pull up to Florian's oh. <laughs> castle. They have, like, a bowling ball-sized rock that they put in this trebuchet. Yeah. The first time they fire it, it lands, like, three feet away. And they're like, okay, we need to adjust. We need to adjust. Because they've figured out how to do that, I yeah. guess. The next one they do, again, it's a bowling sized, bowling ball-sized rock, which they fling but... right as this guy in a wagon is coming yes. by. And the boulder that hits him is so big.
0: It's, like, the size of his wagon. <laughs> yeah. This... It's like a big beanbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's they spray-painted like, a beanbag chair and just lobbed it at the dude in the wagon.
1: It's like the oversized medicine balls they would throw at the American Gladiators to try to knock them off yeah. something. Like It's so big, but it was... So as it flew, this rock grew to eight times its size. It's so ludicrous. Yeah. But it's kind of funny that they just take out this guy in a wagon who's randomly going by. but
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh, God. Then, so the guys up on the castle start shooting arrows at them. And every time they show the arrows flying, they're going the wrong way. Yep. Because if the, let's say the archers are up on the castle on the left and they're shooting down at the people on the right. Every time they show the ap- the arrows, they're flying from right to left. Yep. Including one time when he's like, Ar- arrows are coming doc, And they just put their little shields up as if that would protect them. And an arrow comes from behind Stephen Baldwin and bounces off his shield, yep. which I don't understand at all. No. Like that's just someone throwing—they're <laughs> just throwing arrows into the shot, but yeah, from the wrong direction. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Just from that's off simple.
0: Camera behind them, just. <laughs> God.
1: And then, so Celestia, before they were going, they were like, well you stay here because you're a woman?" And she gives a big speech, her big independent woman speech about like, "I don't need a man yeah. to save me, and I'm coming with you. you don't you don't have to protect me all the time." Yeah, and she is. And then immediately becomes a damsel in distress. And it's not its not the last time in this movie either.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> but oh.
1: Jason's like with her. Or Jason's over with Hamish, the leader of their band, yes. fighting some guys. And she's one-on-one with a guy. And this is yep. two minutes after her big speech about how she can handle it. And you're thinking, all right, maybe this is like a good female character. Forget it. Yeah. Because this guy picks her up, throws her over his shoulder like a caveman. And he's going to carry her away. And Jason yep. gets distracted having to go save her ass and leaves Hamish alone. So Hamish gets killed. He gets like eight guys oh. just stabbing him at the same time.
0: These these stabs were like my favorite thing. Because you could clearly see that they were not doing a thing. There was no blood or special effects. They just didn't try with this. They just had dudes poking him as he dramatically dropped.
1: <laughs> well, and you put something in slow-mo, it looks are... a little better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so her complete lack of independence and being able to stand on her own two feet it just cost Hamish his life because she was immediately yeah. captured by some nobody.
0: Yeah. Good job, Celestia. And what? she brings up like his wife and kids, like his poor wife and kids. You know, like it's your fault. It's all her fault. Kind of. The wife and kids that we did not know about previously, we now know that they're going to suffer because of her.
1: <laughs> and that well what you're talking about with the what you were just saying there's a part right after that garrick and jason and celestia are standing like okay we've done it we've taken the castle gate oh, but there's still a fight going on and he a guy a random archer down on the ground is like oh i got him and he's going to shoot an arrow at him and garrick spins around and throws the spear at this guy and you clearly see him catch it under his the crook of his, his arm, arm and hold it there like oh i'm stabbed and he dies but it's nowhere yep. near No, <laughs> it's literally like a six-year-old would do in the backyard like oh i'm stabbed yes. he's just holding it under his arm <laughs> it's the stupidest thing
0: in my notes i i wrote in spear throw 47 like 42 like the minute like i time stamped <laughs> it and everything <laughs> that was that was a notable part for me i loved that that was
1: <laughs> Especially since later, at the jumping ahead, uh, spoiler alert, whatever, who cares? At the very end, when Vorian gets stabbed through the back, I mean, we have a sword through him. Like, there's a there is a makeup effect going on where they have a sword sticking out of his stomach and coming out of his back. So you did it once. You couldn't afford yeah. to do it one more time for this spear. No, you just have this guy just holding it. Like, wow.
0: They they blew the budget on the first one.
1: <laughs> so. There's a bunch of other little incidental scenes that don't really matter much. Yeah. thrown because just padding the runtime because there's a lot of okay, we got here. Oh shit, we have to go back to then I'm to go back to the house for some reason and then we have to go but
0: yeah. let's you know, just skip a bunch lot of random. It.
1: But <laughs> and again, immediately Celestia proves herself not up to the day I don't know. This is this for me is probably the craziest moment in the movie. They're on the stairs. They're about to go up into the tower to get Vorian. And she's yep. like, I want to come with you. And he's like, no, 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 you you stay down here. And she's like, you're just trying to protect me. He's like, no, I need you to cover my flank. He walks up the stairs. It is literally eight seconds since he saw her. And she has been captured by a harpy. Yeah. She's outside the window. A harpy is carrying her away. And Vorian's like, if you don't bring the amulet to the mountain and come by yourself, she's dead. And he's like, she who? And he's like, Celestia. And he's like, I left Celestia on the stairs like seven seconds ago. Nope, she's been captured already, somehow.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> like, one scene change, it's just she's gone. In the time she's it gone.
1: took him to walk up the stairs, she somehow wandered outside and was captured by a harpy.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Her big, beautiful, independent speech, and she's, like, almost captured twice and then gets captured. Like, that arrow could have got her. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know.
1: I mean, they tried, I guess. They they tried, for sure. But they have captured Caster, and he's sort of, the spell is kind of broken. And he's yeah. like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 I know I fucked up, but don't kill me, I can lead you to the, you don't have to climb all the way up the mountain. I can, he, I know a secret entrance in the back. To
0: He literally <laughs> says, hey, I'm a victim. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, kind of is, I guess. But Yeah, had to clearly paint out, like for everybody. He's like, I'm a victim now.
1: <laughs> but he's like, I know the secret entrance to the back of the cave that you'll be able to get in there and Vorian will never even see you coming. So you yeah. can like distract him with your army at the front and occupy the harpies and you can sneak in the back. And they're like, okay, that's a good plan. As they're on their way there, again, Jason always having to do everything by himself. Theo's like, alright, I'm coming with you. We're gonna go save my daughter. He has a vested interest in this. Yeah. Jason's like, no, 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 no. Like, you, you should stay here. And he's like, No, I'm coming with you. It's my daughter. Like, I have more yeah. no reason to go than you do, really. And yeah. he's like, I got something else for you. And he pulls out, a never before answer. seen, a stun gun, like a taser. Not the yeah, one that there's... you shoot, but like just the one that you no, hold. Like
0: the little handheld
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and tasers Theo to make him so that he'll stay so he can go by himself. Yeah. Just <laughs> so rude, this guy. Oh, God. Just, so he has ninja stars, a taser. Like, he brought all of the taser I get. That's the yeah. one piece of equipment a museum guard maybe should have.
0: Yeah. It's the At guns the and everything else. It's like a club. Very most a club. <laughs> <laughs> it's wacky stuff, man.
1: Yeah. So Jason goes to the supposed secret entrance where Vorian will never see you coming. And Vorian is literally standing there, like, out on a stone balcony with a harpy, with these yeah. two harpies on little wooden perches. He brings Celestia out, and he's like, I see you coming. I have Celestia here. And she says, why can't men get beyond this rescue the damsel in distress thing? Lady, Like, I'm on your side, but you have needed it every step of the yeah. way. You have been captured twice already, yeah. despite your good intentions. You are the damsel in distress. I hate to break it to you.
0: Yeah. From the the very beginning with her, like, going to try to save Theo from the harpies, like, in that beginning scene, she was the damsel in distress. She could not do it. And Jason helps her and solves her problems for her.
1: Well, yeah. The first scene when she wants to go, when he winds up shooting the harpies and saving Theo, yeah. she wants to go do yeah. it. And he literally holds her down on the ground. Like, no, 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 you stay here, I'll go. Like, she has zero agency, zero (laughs) anything. Yeah. It's sad. So, So, Jason and Vorian are yelling back and forth, and he's like, hey, I'll bring you the amulet, just let her go. And Vorian's like, okay, cool, I'm watching you, though, I can see you, don't try anything funny. So he lets her go, she comes down, and he grabs her, and he does, like, a dip and kiss. At which point, he transfers from his own mouth To her mouth, the amulet that he was hiding. The amulet that, may I remind you, two days ago was buried in pig shit. Yep. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. I'll find a different method to do this. Yeah. (laughs) So now she has amulet. She runs off and runs into Theo just in time for Theo to get killed by a harpy. He kills a harpy, but then also gets scratched in the heart or whatever. So Theo has died
0: the way I look at it is Jason indirectly killed him because if I feel like if he didn't haze him, that's fair. Theo wouldn't have been so weak to die from the harpy Just like that.
1: That's true. And he wouldn't have been like lagging behind by himself. He would have been up there with everybody else.
0: That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. I think Jason indirectly killed Theo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And probably everyone else who dies in this movie as well. Um, (laughs) So Jason gets up on the balcony, Vorian sends two harpies at him, and he's using the taser on him, and also a, like a can of mace, he's spraying him in the eyes. Yeah. But it's not enough, they wind up capturing him, they're holding him down, and they're scratching him, torturing him. Oh, I forgot Never to mention that met. when Theo is killed, Celestia, because she has taken, Jason for has left his guns with her. Yeah. Because Vorian wouldn't let him bring them up. And she like just puts the shotgun up over Theo's shoulder into the harpy's mouth and like shoots her. But the yeah. harpy's as the harpy flies off screen, she's still making that same noise as if she still had a mouth left and <laughs> vocal to make noise when your head is gone.
0: Wow. Well, anyway, uh, so Jason, I love is... how she. Go ahead. She just she knew how to use the gun.
1: That that got me. There must be a scene missing where he taught her how to shoot or something, because prior there's a yeah. scene earlier when they were sort of storming the castle, where yep. Jason and the Friar are coming up, and she's and she's like, we're not waiting for Jason. We we'll just we don't know what's or it's when he was captured or something, and she's oh, telling Hamish afterwards. and them, she's like, I have his guns. I can use them. It's fine. We can still go without him. And they're like, you don't even yeah. know how to use that. And she's like, yeah, I do. And she's holding it in two hands. Like, it's a platter upside down yeah. and, like, uh, 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 and then winds up <laughs> shooting and almost shooting Jason as he walks up the road, and he comes and takes it away yeah. from her, like, Get me that. <laughs> but now she knows how to use a shotgun, so apparently, yeah. at some point, he must have But
0: her wasn't her that, like, after Jason was, like, after she killed the harpy with the shotgun, and, like, Jason was captured, and, like, Lord Caster, like, helps him escape, and they're, like...
1: Oh, you're right. That is exactly. So she killed the harpy with a shotgun, but then she couldn't figure out how to
0: even hold a pistol. Yeah.
1: No. You're right. Yeah. That's (laughs) even, (laughs) that's even dumber than I thought. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's what really. (laughs) So Jason has been thrown in this dungeon, they call it, but really it's a cave and Caster's in there too. And Caster's like, Hey, it just so happens. I also know a secret way out of here. Like, wow. How, how, what, how do you know all of this stuff? (laughs) Why did Vorian... Vorian totally dominated you, but he also, like, let you in on all his secret tunnels and shit? I don't believe it. Yeah.
0: No. (laughs) Like, he was definitely busy just raising taxes. (laughs) Yeah, that's all he cared about. Like, there's all of a sudden just a secret lair used for who knows... In case you
1: ever get lost in my secret harpy egg lair, let me show you the back door. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, there's a tunnel leading out of here and I can show you how to do it. So Jason and Caster sort of team up to escape this. And escape. It takes no effort. They just walk out. So it's yeah. the worst dungeon ever. And on their way out, they see all these eggs. There's a room that's just yep. harpy eggs. There's the queen yeah. harpy who doesn't really look any... It's not like the queen alien who looks way cooler than the other aliens. She just looks like any other harpy. Yeah.
0: She and has like... A longer dress than and, the other
1: ones. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you can tell. That's her rank. And Florian comes in and is like kissing her and he's like, These are our babies. <laughs> yeah. And Jason's up there like, Oh, that's gross. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. Still, still yeah. other than the wings and the gross teeth, she still looks like, like a model. Like should. it's not that
0: like, weird. Hourglass body, like <laughs>
1: But the fact that she legs eggs is weird like that's
0: yeah and those were huge eggs yeah what they were like
1: that's under that dress is a very <laughs> weird looking apparatus of some sort <laughs> yeah wake up for days so they don't do anything about the eggs right now they're just like oh shit that's a lot of eggs but we got to go yeah because i guess they're not equipped to do anything about it so they leave they catch up with everybody else and again, it's a lot of back and forth. Like you could have combined some of these scenes instead of it being, "Oh, you got captured again, and now we have to go back." Oh, you're captured again, and then we got to go back. Like just you could condense things right. a bit. But I suppose you have to make your once you take commercials out, hour and twenty four minutes or whatever the hell it is.
0: Yeah, I suppose it was for sci fi. That would.
1: And I don't, you know, I don't remember what he's what the reason is, but Garrick has to go back to Theo and Celestia's house for something. I don't remember what the reason is that he goes, but he's just like, so he goes to back to her house and just starts eating their food. Like there's unrefrigerated. I know it's the dark ages, but like have a larder or something. There's just cheese just sitting out on the table. That's been sitting there for days and he's eating it and two harpies come in and he somehow manages to set this house on fire. And I still don't understand the geography of this either, because they're like on one side of the room. He's on the other. The fireplace is over here to like the far right and he swings at a harpy and somehow knocks a log out of the fire and sets the house on fire yeah but he manages to just take two harpies with him like put like holding on to them so they can't fly away and they all three bird up yeah but it's <laughs> but because it, we don't know how many harpies there are we're never told like oh there's seven of them so that we can keep count of like okay he got he yeah. got two in the beginning and Garrett just killed two so there should only be three left we have, we have no idea how many there are or aren't yeah <laughs> So now they go, the good guys go to talk to Caleb, who was, like, Castor's right-hand man. He's, like, the leader of the guard or whatever yeah. since the old one got his eyes ripped out at the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're like, and, okay, you got to gather the army and come help us. We're going after Vorian. He's like, no. Like, I'm the leader now, and I just kind of want to just sit here and relax. Like, I'm not looking to go get a yeah. fight. So then they go back out. That's when Castor and Jason come up, and Castor's like, oh, well, we'll see about this. I'll go talk to Caleb. And so they go back in. And yep. he orders Caleb to do what they wanted him to do. So there's like this whole extra scene of you could have just cut out the middleman there and just you know. Yeah. Now we're the army's gone to Lorien's cave for the final yep. battle. They have their own archers now, who I don't know if you saw all of their bowstring is just red yarn.
0: Yeah. Like I very saw that. clearly
1: red yarn. Big, thick, fuzzy red yarn. Yeah. Would not fire anything.
0: I could see maybe use some green yarn and then use some green screen tech and gray it out. But no, <laughs> we don't have time for that. There, there was a sale on red yarn at the dollar store. So yes.
1: Yeah. And the geography of this scene is weird too. And I, and that's kind of a special effects thing just because Vorian yeah. on his balcony can look down at the army. So they're like maybe two, 300 feet away. Like they're not very far away. But when they're shooting yeah. stuff from the trebuchet, these exploding bags that they have, it looks like yeah. it's flying from, like, the this cave is so high up. It's so far yeah. away. But so while the supposedly, well, and the archers are standing there waiting, like, okay, get ready. When the, when the harpies come out of the cave, we're going to shoot them. And then the harpies come out, and they don't shoot them. They wait and wait and wait and wait until the harpies are right on top of them. Which is, yeah. <laughs> so then the harpies are just killing people, and it's like, well, what were you waiting the, for?
0: Well, yeah
1: while that's happening Jason and Celestia and the Friar guy sneak into the egg place they're dumping oil all over the eggs and they're like okay Friar, yeah. you're gonna go don't wait for us we're gonna go get Vorian the two of us and while like but don't wait for us you climb to the top of that little ledge there and as soon as you're up there throw a torch into the and set these eggs on fire Yeah. so they leave him he gets up there did not listen to their advice at all because the harpy comes out and is immediately throw that torch, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, he pulls a knife out like he's gonna fight her and like, like just throw the torch.
0: Just throw the torch. Just throw the torch. It's game over. Just you win. Just seize it. But no. <laughs>
1: but he holds on to the torch. Fails to kill this harpy. She kills him. He falls down. He can't even like stretch his arm out far enough to get the torch over the edge of the thing. No, it's just laying at the edge. So he failed oh. miserably. So Jason winds up having to do it himself. He runs back down, Yeah. throws the torch in. He and Celestia catch up to Vorian just as he's opening the time portal again. All three of them, plus a harpy, get sucked back to the museum. And here's where we learn that apparently Vaughn and Vorian are not the same person, which I don't understand. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what was Vaughn doing then? What because was his goal? Like, it was it the money and all of the stuff on like the egg thing, all those charms. Was that what he was after? Did he just want the gold?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But if Vaughn, yeah, because it, it doesn't make any sense. Because if Vaughn is the future version of Vorian, because the harpy comes out of this portal and is right in front of him, and he's like, "Oh my God, you do exist." Which, if you're Vorian, yeah. you know that because you made them. Yeah. So he's not Vorian. He's just a guy who yeah. looks exactly the same It doesn't, it, it's so stupid. But then the fire from the cave comes flying through the portal and burns Vaughn up, so it doesn't really matter anyway.
0: Yeah. Jason they, has Instead to. of explaining, they just killed them both off. There it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you're not going to, like, I feel like you're almost, you're setting up something that would be cooler layer to add to this movie of like oh it's the same guy yeah. and then they meet each other and they're like oh shit you're me in the future and you're me in the past let's team or something yeah because you cast the same actor for some reason but then you yeah. did it for no reason because they don't i mean unless i'm missing something maybe there's pages of the script missing or they cut scenes right. or i don't know what but they don't there seems to be no Pickle. actual relation between them so even have yeah. similar names it's so dumb yeah it's like they're setting it like, up to be this reveal that they're the same guy, but then they're like, "No, they're not. Never mind." Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe like Vaughn is like a descendant. Maybe, if, maybe that's what they wanted, but
1: that could be. I don't know.
0: It could be how he knows about the portal, too. Yeah, but they don't.
1: I mean, they don't explain that. And also, since Vorian, yeah. the Vorian from the past, I mean, unless he had a bunch of kids that we don't know about before this, but oh, he, he gets died. killed in the museum. Oh, he shouldn't have any ancestors, because his past self di- its uh, I yeah, can't believe the tales of it. Yeah. <laughs> but Jason winds up having to decapitate this harpy. He doesn't have his guns anymore, so he has he's had to learn how to use a sword. Kills this harpy. Celestia's yeah. kind of fighting Vorium, but as Celestia does, she's kind of just getting thrown around and not... because he's got her in his grips. And yeah, Jason just hucks this sword like a javelin through <laughs> vorian's back and it's sticking out like okay you could afford that one
0: yeah there's one decent there's gore and all these effects and everything
1: and then vorian just like vanishes in like a purple glow
0: yeah so i guess doesn't does his body go
1: back in time to where who knows who knows also who cares
0: yeah (laughs) that is But
1: that's, I mean, then that's the end of the movie. Celestia is just going to live with him in the future, and he's got this new proven useless woman on his hands to deal with now. Yeah. Who I guess maybe she'll get better. With modern conveniences, she won't have to fend for herself so much.
0: Yeah. But
1: I don't think this guy deserves a happy ending. I don't think he deserves this beautiful woman. No. Who's somehow come around to his thuggish charms. This is a gun-toting lunatic.
0: I don't know how she came around either. Like all of a sudden they were just kind of in love. Like, yeah, they were suddenly just started kissing and there's
1: no, yeah. there's never a turning point where you could see her being like,
0: Oh, he's not so
1: bad. He's got a roguish yeah. charm to him. I'm falling for this guy. She's no, been like, was, no, fuck this, guy, pig, fuck this guy, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. You're she, a pig. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly yeah. it's not. So. <laughs> I guess you only got an hour and 20 minutes to figure it out. But Yeah. But yeah, he gets a happy ending that I don't think he deserves because he, I mean, even when he got in the past, he's like, I'm not helping anybody. I'm in this for me. I just want to go home. And he had to be really convinced that it was in his best interest to help these poor people out. So this is not the hero I'm looking for.
0: He basically had to help these people to get what he wanted. And that's the only reason he helped them. Like, they're... No.
1: Which, I mean, again, I think they're kind of trying to go for an Ash from... Army of Darkness thing because he was very yeah. like I don't care about any of this nonsense I just want to go home you know yeah but but still yeah, it was it was better the first time in Army of Darkness yeah and that's that's harpies yeah That's it's a Sci-Fi Channel movie it's about what you'd expect it's probably better than some worse than others oh yeah
0: I briefly want to touch on one Please. glamorous thing that they did during that whole trebuchet scene where there, it was all trial and error. He he kept pulling out his sword. Like he would pull it out and go, Attack and then like they'd shoot it and then he would like it would cut back to them.
1: And his sword is back. It is
0: just a portal flop. And then he like pulls it out again. Like he just kept pulling his sword out and then puts it back or then pulls it out and it just keeps cutting back and cutting away and it's like super inconsistent with him having the sword in his hand or not. And I don't know why, but it just got me. That, that part was pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of little continuity things like that. I think his pistol changes a couple times. Like, it's a Sig Sauer at yeah. one point, and then another point it's like a 45, and then, then like, it kind of yeah. keeps changing to whatever prop they could find that day, I guess.
0: Yeah, that was...
1: Well, it is that <laughs> well, time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's episode, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be pushing the magic button now next week's movie is what is this be my cat a film for Anne. it appears to be like a found footage horror movie i guess weird looking poster from 2015 it is on Tubi, of course. I should just change the name of the show to that, So Tubi, because I get almost nothing but Tubi, but it's just because there's so much stuff on Tubi that odds are it's going to be Tubi I land on. Yeah. Be My Cat, a film for Anne from 2015 on Tubi. That is your homework, everyone, should you choose to accept it. Where can people find... Do you have any social media of any sort where people could find you if Um, they would like to?
0: I have my Instagram at diran d-i-r-a-n underscore skate 88 right on yeah all right uh, it's mostly just random stuff with skateboarding but yeah reach out talk about some movies love sure. movies
1: <laughs> well thank you sir yep and we'll, uh, it's been a... yeah we'll have to do this again for sometime. sure i would love to uh, yeah, just keep maybe a better and... movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But that'll uh, be
1: uh, that'll do it for this week. Oh, I always forget my yeah. stuff. I'm at Heath Lambert78 on Twitter. Uh, the show is that so random P2. The show has an email address, that's so randompod at gmail.com for all of your grievances and complaints, should you have them. Uh, artwork <laughs> for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter. Follow him and look at his other great artwork as well. Um, And I think that will do it for this week for myself and for Dylan. Goodbye, everyone.
0: See you next week. Goodbye, everyone.